What makes you happy? I just want you to think right now, um, in your own mind, if you can identify what makes you happy. It can be argued that um, not many people actually know what makes them happy. There's a lot of people in this world that spend millions and millions and billions and billions of dollars trying to convince you that they know what makes you happy. That's what commercials are. That's what commercials on the internet and TV and radio and, and magazines are trying to convince you that they know what will make you happy if you just buy their product, if you just ascend to whatever they're trying to sell you. A lot of our shirts right now have logos on them. If you wear this, if you wear that, if you have this phone, if you have that, you're going to be happy. But I'm convinced not many people know what makes them happy. If you are still trying to be happy and are not there yet, maybe you don't know what makes you happy. I would propose that nothing makes you happy. There is nothing that will make you happy. Because happiness is not about a what. Happiness is about a who. Happiness is not about a what. It's about a who. Say that with me. Happiness is not about a... It's about a who. One more time. It's not about a... It's about a who. If it was about a what then everyone would identify what it is and we would go get it because we all want to be happy. But this is the problem. If we try to make it a what, the thing that we always end up saying is what's next? What else? It's classic. The iPhone's a great example. Probably overused, but everybody got excited about the well, maybe not all of us, but some of us got excited about the last iPhone that came out because it's, it's new technology, it's new this, it's new that, and there are actually people who get in line overnight or craziness just to get the new iPhone, but the problem was the last time the iPhone in their pocket came out, they were so excited about that version of the iPhone because that's what was gonna make them happy. But now all of a sudden that iPhone is, is obsolete. It's not, it's not the best thing out there. What else? The next iPhone. And if we just kind of take that imagery into our life, is there anything in our life that follows that pattern? What else? The next relationship. This is gonna be the one. The next thing, this is gonna be the one. But a who, if you look at your life, I would probably argue that it is relationships with people that ultimately make us happy. I think when people are dying on their deathbed, they're not going to be asking and regretting they would have more time with a thing. A what? People don't say on their deathbed, I wish I could have more time with my boat. If you could just give me a day, I just want to go sit on my boat. Or I just want to go sit in my car. I just want to just smell the leather. 
I want to grab the handle. I don't think ladies are going to say, if, if I could just have one more day with my shoes. I just regret not spending more time with my shoes. No, people are saying, I, I regret not spending more time with my family, with my kids, with my spouse. I regret not mending a relationship with my parents, right? What makes us happy is more about a who than a what. That's important for us to realize in our life, us who are searching for happiness. We all want to be happy. And Jesus today is, is trying to teach us a little lesson. It's a big lesson. It's one of the most important homilies he's ever given. It's the Beatitudes. And he says, blessed are you. That's what he starts off his lesson with. Blessed are you. A translation, the actual Greek word for blessed is really happy. Happy are you. So he's given us a lesson on what it means to be happy. If you want to be happy, then listen up. This is what it means to be happy from Jesus' mind, from the one who created you, who knows you, who formed you. He knows what makes you tick. He knows what's going to make you happy, and he knows what makes people unhappy when they make their life about a what and not a who. So let's go through these real quick. Very skinny. We could spend all day with them, but... He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Happy are the poor in spirit. What's he talking about? Those who are spiritually humble. Those who depend on God. Rather than depend on themselves, on their own ability, on their own natural ability. The opposite would be spiritual pride. I'm greater than everyone else. I'm a little better than everyone else. I'm filled with virtue. I am more charitable, more generous. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Those are the people who are in touch with true happiness. Blessed are those, happy are those who mourn. What's Jesus talking about? Those who lament over the suffering of the world who lament over sin and death in this present age, those who can feel apathy and empathy for just the brokenness of our world, those are true people who are in touch with happiness. When you become numb to the brokenness of the world, when you become numb to the needs of people around you, then you are moving further and further away of what truly makes a person happy. Maybe you're consumed a little bit too much with yourself that you don't notice the needs of people around you. And he says, blessed are the meek. What is Jesus talking about? Meek's not a word we use a lot. Another word we could use is gentle. Those who yield to insults and overcome harm with good. Rather than giving harm for harm, rather than returning evil for evil, someone who can receive an insult and not lash back. Someone who can correct the harm in this world or in their lives with maybe returning it for good. He says, blessed are those, happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. What's he talking about? To be righteous in God's eyes is to be right with God. To be holy, to grow in holiness, we're always growing in holiness, is to be in right relationship with God. So. See, again, it's relationship. It's with a who and not a what. So what in my life is out of order with God? If I want to be happy, I want to put things back in order. 
with God and also want to seek justice, to be in right relationship with people. Sometimes we've hurt people, we have abused people, we've harmed people, and we haven't made amends for them. And so we're out of relationship, we're out of order, we're not in right relationship with people, and that impedes our happiness. You can probably think of a, two, a few people right now that you, you need to ask forgiveness from. You've hurt them in the past and you just are too prideful to ask for forgiveness, but that affects us. It affects our contentment, our happiness. He says, blessed are the merciful. What does this mean? To forgive others' faults even when they don't deserve them. How many people have hurt us? And we think they don't deserve our forgiveness. But if you really want to be happy, if you want to be blessed, we need to forgive the faults of others even though they don't deserve them. Blessed are the pure in heart, Jesus says. Those who act with integrity and don't compromise their own heart. Those who don't compromise their heart for anything. Blessed are the peacemakers. Those who seek peace with others. In the Jewish uh, tradition, it was a common thing. Uh, and Cajuns, we just say, how's it going? What's up? It's really not that best of a greeting. Jewish people would say shalom, which means peace. That's how they would greet each other. Peace be with you. We do that in church. We don't really do that outside of church because we're just not part of our culture. But blessed are the peacemakers, those who actually try to make peace with other people. And then finally, blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Those who are happy are often falsely accused for doing good. Or maybe they're falsely accused or they're ridiculed for following Jesus. How many of us often compromise our heart or we compromise doing good because maybe we're a little afraid of what people might think of us? But how happy people are when they speak freely about their love of the Lord Maybe they walk away from situations they know they shouldn't be in and maybe are ridiculed. But how much are they happier than the people who stay in those situations and compromise themselves? What makes you happy? Do you know? Is it a what or a who? Jesus gives us some teaching this morning that maybe we can spend a little bit time this week going through these Beatitudes, what's maybe one particular area that God might be challenging me this morning, this week? Do I really want to be happy?